This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the Eye on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, November 30th. Mark, how is your Thanksgiving? Ah, just the way I like it. Nice and relaxing, didn't go anywhere, stayed home. Is this your big learning from COVID, which is you're going to avoid all big family holidays? 150%, yes. Not 100% and not 110, 150%. That's a lot. You're very confident in that. That was my biggest takeaway from COVID was spending the holidays last year home here in New York City, not going anywhere. It was just so much more relaxing, no stress, a new norm now. All right. So uh, I know it's Thanksgiving. You're like, oh, it's done. But there's something fascinating about this period of time, Mark. And that is um, when I used to own a financial planning and investment management firm, there's like little periods of time in the fourth quarter where you can get people to act. Now is one of those periods, right? There was like kids get off to school, Jewish holidays are over, and then you've got this period up until Thanksgiving week. Then after Thanksgiving week, you've got this sweet spot, which is essentially like two weeks where you can get a lot of stuff done and people have a lot on their minds. So if you're thinking about that, you're thinking about your year end and what you need to do, we want to hear from you. Time's ticking away, gang. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click on the contact button, and tell us what's on your mind. Don't forget to let us know if you're willing to come on the air. That's what Lisa did. She is on the line from Texas. Hi, Lisa. Happy belated Thanksgiving. How are you? Doing well. Thank you so much, Jill. Tell me what we can do for you. Okay. Well, I had a question about saving for retirement. Hubby and I are both dual income, no kids. We make about... 250000 a year collectively. My question is, our companies do not offer a 401k match. And based on our income, do you still think it's wise that we max out a traditional or both do a Roth 401k? That's one of the first questions. On top of that, do you recommend saving into like a backdoor Roth? Because our goal is to save about 20% of our income annually. Holy smokes. Good for you guys. How old are you guys? We're in our mid-30s. And how much have you saved already? So give us a little bit of a rundown. How much is in your retirement accounts right now? Collectively, we have about 400000 between 401ks and brokerage accounts. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. The retirement part of it, not the brokerage part. Okay. So I want to only know retirement first. Retirement, let's say about four fifty. Okay. The brokerage, when you said brokerage, are you saying like the non-retirement taxable accounts? Yes. How much is in there? A hundred. 
Okay, so a hundred in brokerage, four fifty in retirement, and that four fifty is all pre-tax. Actually, so I did a conversion in the last year or so, and so about two fifty of that is Roth, and two hundred is traditional. Yes, got it. How about a house? Do you have one of those? We do have a paid-off rental property that is about. 300,000 in value. And then our current primary is about 400 and also paid off, which is a decision that we made just because our income varies year over year. So that was a decision Mm. that we ended up making to pay those off. Okay. The rental property that's worth 300, how's the cash flow on that? What what is the money that's flowing to you guys um, annually? After expenses, it's about 24K a year. You're going to stick around in the primary? Is that the goal that like, all right, we're in our mid-30s. We love our house. We're going to stick around in that house? No, we're actually thinking about moving to a newer home. So that will be rented as well. And that should give us about 30K a year after expenses. Why rent it and not just take it to move into the new home? Mm, Because we don't need to. And we're kind of a fan of buy and hold, but we're open to suggestions. Tell me about the new home. What what are you going to have to spend in the new home? Only about 275. 275 what? to 300. Wait a minute. What do you mean you're moving to a new home that's actually worth less? Yes, cuz we'd be moving from a city home to a suburb home and just kind of changing things up a bit, so not needing to really go up. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. In buying a new home, this 275, would you do that with borrowed money or would you do that with just a down payment and a mortgage and or just in cash? No, we'd probably do it with leveraging this time. So just taking a loan out and putting about 10 to 15, maybe 20% down. It's a lot of real estate. Mark, what are you thinking about the real estate move? I'm thinking they like the real estate. I'm guessing they maybe one of them works in real estate. I don't know. I don't know. What's 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 your you said variable of one of you in the industry? Yes, one of us is in the industry. Mark, what is what a nose my man Mark has, huh? <laughs> How about it? I'm not going to convince you not you're, you're going to do this, right? You're going to keep them as rental, right? Should I just stop? That is the goal until we're until we're older and happy and collecting all of our money. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, it's good for me to know that because then I won't waste your time or anyone else's for everyone else listening. The reason that I feel a little bit squeamish about this is not that I'm anti-rental property because I'm really not. It's just that it's a a lot of money to be tied up in a a non-liquid asset. But you know what? Whatever. You're going to build up your liquidity right now. Interestingly, though, I mean, you you do have, you will have uh, a bunch of earned income. And, and would you take some money from the brokerage account to make the down payment for the new home? Or do you have other money set aside in a cash account? 
No, that'll stay there for retirement planning as well. We have another cash account, which will come up to probably about 100. So we'll save it from that. Like you guys said, because we're real estate heavy, wanting to max out 401ks, wanting to continue to put things in the brokerage account, but really curious based on our income, if you guys are pro-traditional or pro-Roth 401ks. So I'm going to let Mark answer this. So Mark, um, just remember, they're making $250,000 a year. Um, That means their bracket right now, their top income tax bracket is 24%. There is no state income tax in the state of Texas. Roth 401k or traditional 401k for Lisa and her husband in Texas. What do you say, Mark? All Roth, all day long. Got it? It's as easy as that. And I think that there is no doubt in my mind that that is absolutely the right decision. Now, the interesting thing, though, is that in making that, I'm not saying that you have to convert every single dollar because I think you're fine now. You can leave the traditional alone. You know, you don't have to convert that. You do need, in addition to maxing out your 401k, is when you make this move, I would much prefer you guys to have a nice low mortgage interest rate and have that stick around and build up your cash and brokerage accounts before you start paying off the mortgage. Because I think liquidity is like your friend. And I think that's going to be important because, again, you have these they're good assets. I'm not saying they're bad assets. A house is a great asset and and it's it's cash flowing pretty well. But. I do think it would be incumbent on you guys to be somewhat safer around, especially if you have variable income, to build up your non-retirement savings as well. In reference to order of operation, so maxing out the Roth 401k, a backdoor Roth IRA. Mm -mm, Brokerage. Okay, 100% brokerage. Okay, thank you. Brokerage. And especially like, let's get through the house thing first. Okay. Right. Lisa, do you and your uh, husband have wills? Yes. Anything else that's out there kicking around, there's no other debt because you're like anti-debt, right? That's accurate. <laughs> so I no, like nothing that. kicking around um, this time. No children. Do you have any pets? Yes. We'll have to so send you, you a photo. We have a schnauzer. We want a photo. It will go up onto the furry fan club. Love it. Well, thank you guys so much for your advice because we were doing things a little out of place. So I appreciate the advice with the Roth 401k. And like you said, just build up the liquidity. That sounds great. We are looking forward to our photo of the schnauzer. And we thank you so much for helping us out and helping everyone else out with your game plan. You know, the cool thing when you guys come on the air with us, it's it's like you become part of the whole community. And I love that. And so think about Lisa and her husband. They're in this really interesting situation. Maybe you have a spouse, maybe you're single, doesn't matter to me. Why don't you think about checking in with us? All you have to do is go to jillonmoney.com, jillonmoney.com, and you can click the contact button and then we'll get your message. If you want to come on the air, Mark will arrange to get you on the air. Don't worry. It's very easy to do. And, you know, Mark is the most extraordinary executive producer in the world, and I'm so lucky to have him. This podcast, The Eye on Money, is distributed by CBS, and you can follow Eye on Money wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Any questions, again, just hop onto the website. You can do lots of stuff there, including signing up for our free weekly newsletter. Okay? Very good. So try to do something nice for someone else today. It really is going to be a good thing. It's a good goal for today. Curiosity, compassion, 
community. That is our mantra here. So happy belated Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Deviadaris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus, starting May 1st.